For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, what's going on, guys? My name is Scott Felix. I'm here with my buddy, my good friend, my man, former teammate, my guy, Cyrus Hobby. How hello, we doing? Hello, hello. Appreciate the uh, welcoming. Yeah. What are we on here, man? Uh, on? I believe that this is the first episode of The Players Lounge. <laughs> And what are we doing on the Players Lounge, Scott? I don't know. I think that what we're going to do is, most importantly, we're going to keep it real. We're going to keep mm-hmm. it real. going to keep it sexy. going to keep it honest. <laughs> uh, biggest thing we're going to be talking about, obviously, is USC football. Yes. What, what we're going to be doing is we're going to be keeping it real with former players. We're going to have people on the show as guests. And this isn't going to be about interviewing people. It's going to be about sitting down and just, quite frankly, catching up with folks and Honestly, it's going to be like having a beer, man. So it's not going to be anything too crazy. But, you know, what people are going to get is they're going to get an unfiltered uh, fly on the wall. It might get crazy. Yeah. It might get a little crazy. It's going to get a little crazy. It's going to get a little hostile, <laughs> get a little sexy. But, you got you know. two former USC football players here. We're hoping that we can give you just a very raw uh, conversation about what's going on with the current state of USC football, uh, previous games and the games coming up. And uh, we got to. Hell of a game coming up. Oh, boy. Do we, do we, do we. And first, we'd like to start with our sponsor. Just kidding. <laughs> we don't have any sponsors yet. we got to work towards that. <laughs> We're just working on heart right now, guys. But I'll tell you what, though. This big is high a, motor, guys. High yeah, motor. Yeah. High motor, big heart. Um you know, this thing is going to be unfiltered. We're not going to sit here and edit these whole conversations as, you know, many other podcasts do. What you see is what you get or what you hear, technically, I guess. Eventually, we'll have a video podcast, and we'll talk more about that later see in the my show. pretty mug. Yeah. You know, so, you know, what we want to get into, I mean, is do we want to tell them more about the show, or do we want to get into ball right well, away, What man? more do you have to tell them? I mean, eventually we're going to be, we're going to, I mean, the thing is, is that we're going to be having these guys on here in springtime. Like it's not even going to be just like only a fall thing because quite frankly, you know, when we actually get to spring, we're going to have all of the guys that are in the league, you know, back home and, you know, just hanging out and we'll be able to get guys on the show. And by then we'll have a video podcast soon. So, you know, I don't, I don't think they're really anywhere else that they're going to get guys like Leonard Williams or, you know, a Juju or Ryan Khalil coming on the show and just, just talking, man. And, you know, that's something that no other place has. And the thing is, is that this isn't affiliated with USC. This isn't sponsored by USC. This is about USC, of course. But at the same time, though, this is going to be a platform for people to come on here and like actually talk about stuff in an honest way and not even about bad-mouthing USC because obviously we love our school. We love, you know, what they did for us. And Trojans, baby. Yeah, all Fly day, home, all baby. day, baby. Uh, but at the same time, though, we're going to keep it real, man. You know, so just how 
Coach Elton's in the hot seat per usual. He's, his cheeks are used to being there. <laughs> his cheeks are used his to it. His cheeks are red for yeah. three years now. <laughs> yeah, man. So, you know, we're going we're gonna to be here. We're going to keep it real, and we're going to get guys on here, and hopefully you guys enjoy the show. It's going to be something that is going to be pretty special because no other place does this as far as I'm concerned. And we're going to be goofy. We're going to be real. And, um, yeah, so, you know, stay tuned, man. But going and shifting gears – BYU, mm-hmm. what's going on? Well, definitely the opposite of what I thought was going to be happening. Uh, I usually like us going away games because uh, a lot of times with our young players, guys go away and they get all hyped up in a new environment, especially they look like they were rocking there at the Cougar Stadium. Yeah, they did. That they place did. looked nice. Yeah. We never got to play there. so. But uh, I don't know, man. It just seemed like guys weren't making plays in the open field, at least for – what I saw them struggling with was defense was on the field way too long, and they're just getting tired, man. And guys were letting, letting, making guys look good. Like BYU should not be looking this good, dude. Why, yeah. why do we make shitty teams look good? I don't know, man. It's something that we just constantly do. Like we we constantly play down or up to competition, and it's been like that since at least I've been there. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's kind of you know. Just doesn't make you feel very good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel very you know? good watching this. Yeah, Lieutenant Diane. I feel <laughs> sick in my tummy. Something bit me. <laughs> you know, but, I mean, freak, man. It's just, I don't know. It, it pisses me off because when we go and play teams like that, we should be able to go in there and, like, establish our dominance yeah. pretty pretty quickly. And, you know, I understand that we have that freshman quarterback playing. You know, we've got Slovis who – yeah. I don't think that he sipped on his juice from the media this past week leading up to that game, but I do think that what happened was that defensive coordinator. I don't, God bless his name. I don't okay. know. <laughs> <laughs> but you could tell that, that BYU schemed the hell out of us, though, because they finally got tape on that dude. And they're like, all right, well, we're going to drop eight. And yeah, we were three and out a bunch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's, that's something that is not very beneficial being a quote unquote air raid offense. And when we have an O line that, quite frankly, is usually more than not more physical and like more uh, uh, like bigger specimens towards other yeah. defensive lines in the in the Pac-12. So I don't know. It just doesn't really make sense. And it's always even when like when you were there because we didn't start doing the spread offense until Coach Stark got here. Right. You know. So we've always had that pro style like smash mouth football, something that Stanford has you know kind of trademarked and right. kind of lost, but. Yeah. Yeah, man, it wasn't a good look for BYU or for us. It was a great look for BYU. <laughs> <laughs> right? You they know, freaking stormed the field before it was even. I over. know, dude. It's <laughs> it like, dude, we're ranked twenty-four. It's like, golly, man. So I'm happy for you guys, but geez, dude, talk hey. about celebrating all victories. Hey, that's what happens when people play USC, man. That's their freaking championship game, and that's the thing. Every Utah, they who who they played Idaho and. Wyoming, I don't even know who the first couple people they played. Dude. But this is everybody's Super Bowl, and that's the only thing I'm nervous about today with playing Utah is they're going to come freaking smash mouth. I don't know if we're transitioning to the Utah game or not. But. I mean, we ain't, really, we ain't got no script on this show, man. We're just going to be talking about stuff. Then what's that thing sitting next to you right there? Uh, oh, what's the sandwich? There's a sandwich right here that I'm waiting to eat. I'm just missing. You know, but... Um, no, the, the offense went three and out a bunch. They didn't look... They needed to establish, like you said, and they just were not helping our defense. And again, guys were not making plays that needed to make plays when it mattered, which was... We got turned up too late. You know, we started picking up heat a little bit too late in the game. And uh, 
you can't do that, especially against number 10, Utah. Hell no. No. The weird thing is, is that, like, schools like BYU, schools like Utah State, um, those damn Utah schools. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, those those schools that are – the schools that we don't know that well, those are the schools that worry me the most just because I think that for some reason it seems like our team – I don't think that that's the case, at least, like, when we played, but I know that there's a certain lack of, like – uh, 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 attention to detail when we play these yeah. these teams because you're like oh we're USC and it's not even like something that you fuck, that you fucking say in the in in the locker room where it's like right. pre pre game co- coach O comes in <laughs> hey he's like we're USC we're gonna win right. and we're gonna win nice you know brief <laughs> brief commercial break <laughs> talk to our sponsors yeah we're our sponsors oh wait they want to actually say something again hey 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 uh, Sorry, we won't we won't keep <laughs> destroying your ears with that. Um, I just need something to get us fired up after that loss this last week. But yeah, it was rough. It was rough as a fan, obviously. But uh, you know, we don't have the best fans anyway. So yeah, I mean, dude, sorry to shout talk out, smack y'all, but yeah, shout out to USC fans when we're winning. The call scene is packed, <laughs> and then when we're not, it's like thirty thousand people there at max. But shout out to the real ones. I'll say that yeah. there are some faithful. There are some children faithful, which no. are underrated. They don't get recognized enough, and they need to because yeah. as players, you notice that crap. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, what do you, what do you, what's your main thing about Utah right now? Because obviously we're playing them tonight. We're recording it the day of. You know, <laughs> we like to get risky. Here. Well, one, I'm very nervous about the quarterback. I think he might. I mean, he looks pretty good. Any quarterback that can run, I mean, you, you know Dude. that we do not do well. It's terrible. Against, I don't think I've ever seen us do well against QBs that can run. Quite frankly, no. <laughs> I'm serious. I can't think of one time. Yeah, I'm trying to think of a mobile quarterback that we played that we were, like, successful against. No. And, okay, and that being said, too, I think our D-line and, and defense is very stout. Like, that's why we did good against Stanford. And we didn't even look bad against BYU necessarily. Like I said, they were just on the field too long. Mm-hmm. But open field, oh man, I don't know. Yeah. Kind of, I'm I'm seeing guys really missing tackles and getting juked out like pretty bad in the open field. Yeah, it was pretty bad, dude. When that, I mean, that quarterback from BYU is pretty nice. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, he's he not was bad. he was pretty he's sweet. That, Again, I mean, we make him look freaking like he's Johnny Manziel. Dude, but. they're they're putting up clips of him. I know. I was <laughs> like, what? Like, come on, it's a little early. Yeah, but. I know. I mean, I liked it. He he had some juice to him, but. Dude, I mean, talk about, you know, not even, like, missed tackles, but, like, missed sacks. Yeah. Oh, man. He's just running all over the damn place. And we had just, like, you know, I love – I mean, let's get one thing clear on this podcast. If I criticize (laughs) somebody on our team – it's all coming from just being real like we're in the film room. And, you know, yeah. we're not going to be sitting here, like, attacking, like, personal dudes. But, like, dude, there's a couple. But I hate that guy. Yeah. yeah but, I, <laughs> but I hate him. Right? But I can't stand that motherfucker. <laughs> you know, but there were a few know. different guys on that D-line. I'm not going to say any names because I don't know their names. <laughs> <laughs> but I can see I can see the game just as everybody else can. And, dude, those guys were – they were looking meaty and not the best way. <laughs> They definitely got thick this offseason. Like I said, I love it because compared to last season, we were getting tossed around. So it's sure. nice to see guys being able to like take on double teams and actually take on linemen, and then we actually can push the line back. So like that part fires me up. But now it's like so far the other way where they can engage a block, and I don't see them coming off blocks, honestly, to no. make a tackle. No. You got an offense like Utah. I don't know, man. I'm, yeah. I'm – uh, 
The weird thing is, is that I actually like our chances better against Utah than I did with BYU. Why is that? Well, it's because we know them. You know, our, yeah. our coaching staff knows them for the most part, even though they like to find ways to mess things up in ball games. <laughs> but, um, you know, we know, like, I don't know, we just, we know them. You know, we're familiar with them. It's kind of like a guy that you constantly meet in the alley after every, <laughs> every Friday night in a bar. Oh, <laughs> not, yeah. in a, not in a romantic way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hate when that happens. <laughs> happens to me all the time. Uh, that one dude uh, I get in a fight uh, with. So. Every single Friday, man. <laughs> just in the back of the 9 Jim. <laughs> Come here, come here. I'll tell you this. I am excited for the poly on poly uh, crime. (laughs) And you know what I'm talking about. It's going to be violent. Yeah, they freaking... Uh, my favorite memory of the uh, of Utah was uh, shout out to John Martinez, number fifty nine, our right guard, Big John. His uh, his cousin was playing linebacker for Utah at the time. He's like, oh, it's my cousin, and I, don't, I mean, this guy, you you would have thought that he like killed his mother or something. John <laughs> Martinez destroyed this man after the whistle, before like before the whistle, before the play, like everything. He was punching him. I was like, dude, that's your cousin. He's like, no, I know. I know. We I love, love each other. other. Stuff. Man, they do not. That's what I'm saying. I'm excited for the, uh, yeah. that, that, that aspect of it. Yeah, the Polys give a game a lot of truth. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. <laughs> there was, I mean, dude, when I was playing, there's very few people I'd be scared of, but most, more times than not, it'd be a Poly guy. I'd be like, oh, you know. Utah linebacker screaming down the freaking A gap. I know. Just running right down, just smashing That's people. That's Native American, dude. Well, <laughs> you know, it's not even. It's not even a racial thing. <laughs> it's just about just having a crazy dude just running through the A gap. No, man. no. But um, <clears throat> jokes aside, I actually, I actually do like our chances too. I think um, for whatever reason, we like to play up for big games, and that we know it's a big game. Um, we're at home. For, there's like a weird part of me, like our talent wise, like we obviously have, we do, we have some of the best talent in the whole country. Yeah. And that's what's crazy about watching these games. Like BYU, we have the best talent. And for a game like Utah number 10, these guys might show up. And so I do like our chances, but some of those things make me pretty nervous. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it reminds me what you said in terms of like how talented we are. When we were on the field, uh, Howard Jones, which has more truth than any field, even the Coliseum. Um, You know, we would be out there and the most common thing that you would see as a player, at least when I was a a young kid at SC trying to establish myself on the team, was that there'd be guys that were these five-star legendary high school football players that would go to USC and then, you know, they'd have a good practice on on a Tuesday and then on a Wednesday, they would shit the bed and it would be just garbage, you mm-hmm. know, and that would always be something that the coaches would preach about is consistency, you know, because yeah. everybody at that level is talented. Everybody has, you know, some kind of like special ability at that position that they're playing. But the thing is, though, is that what separates a Devon Kennard from a guy that never plays is that DK showed up day in and day out and was trustworthy. You know, yeah. that was always the thing that coaches always said, specifically Coach O, was like, if I, if I can't <laughs> trust your ass, you ain't going on the field, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, it, was, it's, it reminds me of that similar theme where when we play a good game against Stanford and then we go and play a game against BYU that is just, you know, Poochies, you know, it's like it's the, it reminds me of the player that's super talented that you'd be like, God dang it, I wish I had his ability. But then on a Wednesday, he's just, you know, just all over yeah. tape. Same thing with BYU, man. So 
you know, our our uh, performances are sporadic. Um, hope, and that's why I'm like with Utah. I think that we'll actually play a little bit better because we know mm-hmm. what we're going to get. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but it's it's something that is that's been biting us in the ass the last few years, man. Just because there's no consistency with how we're able to perform. Yeah, it's a little bit of the culture change that's been going on at SC. Uh, like you said, five stars, unfortunately kind of get treated like five stars the moment they step on campus i mean i remember when you stepped on campus coach o was the first person you saw on campus or coach polo and they said what the f-? you you didn't get you couldn't walk you know you were walking with a tight butthole breaking around usc man <laughs> you were you because you just heard coach o was around the corner what get your ass to class oh, yeah yeah, yeah. Four thirty in the morning <laughs> and it didn't matter if you were five star or not it didn't matter if you were devon Kennard. i mean he got on devon and devon was a f- well-established freaking Badass linebacker for us. And I think that's changed a little bit uh, with SC the past couple of years, like you said, biting us in the ass. And that's where you don't get consistent. You get emotional dudes. You get guys that only play for the big game. So, yeah, we might play well tonight and might even get the W. But then, what? Ha- I mean, while well, we got Washington next week. but Which I'm not too concerned about, to be honest. We'll, <laughs> yeah, we'll, get, about, we'll get into that next week. But yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm looking at our schedule, you know, before this this uh, podcast. This first podcast <laughs> we're recording for the Players Lounge. Players Lounge. Brought to you by nobody. nobody. Other than Believe Sports. Water Believe Podcast. Hmm? Okay, but I'll say that again. We need it clear. Believe. Believe. <laughs> Do you believe? Believe. I believe, my lord. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, they, well, I think that honestly, I'll give my prediction. I think that we have a celebrity guest coming in for the uh, for, for the game prediction, I believe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, he goes by the name of Mr. Snow. John Snow, he's he's coming in. He'll, I think that he's going to be coming in in the next like thirty seconds. They're bringing him in right now. Oh yeah, where's he at? Is he's, he... I think he's in the backyard. He was like fighting the dog or something like that. Gosh. But, yeah. So um, I personally think I think that we're going to get a W tonight. Um, I went on a radio show earlier this week and I said that I thought we were going to lose. <laughs> but I was like, I was like, you know what? I'm actually going to go against my gut and say that we're going to win because oh, every time, just... well, every no, I didn't say I didn't predict that we were going to lose. I was like, I feel like we're going to lose, so therefore we're going to win. So I, I, I honestly think that since we know them, we'll get a we'll get a W tonight. But ooh, he's walking in right now, Mr. John Snow. I know that you had a rough uh, season ending. You know, we saw you go back into the uh, into the mm-hmm. forest with that one guy. Mm-hmm. I don't really, I forget his name. I think it was Tormund. Yeah. How long did it take you to get here, man? Thank, and by the way, thanks for coming on the show. It took me 14 months to get here from, <laughs> from the north. I can't do John, John, dude, what's wrong? Is it is it too hot in here yes, with all sir. that fur on? It took me 14 months to get here. I fight for my queen. All right? We're going to beat Utah by at least 14 points. Mark my words. The reason I'm laughing is I thought that you killed your queen a couple months ago. for my queen. Okay. All right, man. All right. Cool. You got it. You know what you're talking about. I'm heading back north. It's how, cold. How long? <laughs> how long did it take you to get here? Two years. <laughs> oh, my God. So you guys must have filmed those episodes pretty far back then. All right. That's, dude, no, that makes sense now. When you were walking through that forest, you were heading south to get to California. Listen, when you got to go through White Walkers, it takes how long it takes. I get it. And I can't just fly a dragon here and there like you see. You're right. We have White Walkers out here, but they're like more known as um, homeless people on Figueroa. White Walker. Yeah, they'll, they'll bite you. No. All right. 
my man, John. No. <laughs> Anything else you want to say? For the note. <laughs> Thank you. Fight on. Thank Fight you. on. Thank you, John. I appreciate you. We'll have you back on the show pretty soon, man. Uh, maybe next year when you Fight get back. Thank you. All right, John. God, that guy was tiny. Yeah. Jeez. All right. He's about four feet tall. Yeah, I can tell. Honestly. The f- fur is a little uh, extra. Yeah, he was, he was, it's he looked, like 90 he looks degrees out here. Yeah. Um, anyways, you know, as far as Utah. John, he, he, he leaves and then he calls Candy. right away. Dude, what the hell? This guy's clingy. I'm in traffic, Eddie. Dude, I'm sorry. All right. So. The 405 is packed. <laughs> Dude, how, where is this guy? He's sending ravens with voice notes. All right. Can't go new. <laughs> All right. So, Cyrus, what do you what do you what are you thinking for tonight? What do you think? For tonight? Yeah. Again, I think we're gonna show up on show up for the big game like we do. Uh but oh, it's tough with this quarterback, man. I don't know. It's probably gonna be a high scoring game. I think Kidon is gonna look to come back strong after last week in that offense. You're talking about score prediction? You want? Uh, you want? I, mean, you want I, don't, a, I don't care about score prediction. I, mean, I, I just want to know the W. I think we're gonna. Get, I gotta go with this, man. We're gonna get the W. Right. I think. I think that's gonna be the tell of our season. We're just gonna ruin good teams' hopes, but then we're gonna not win like games we should win. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's well, kinda... well, man. I think that that is pretty pretty solid for today for our first podcast for our first show mm-hmm. for the players lounge. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Players Lounge. Yes, sir. So, you know, if uh, moving forward, we're going to be on Believe Podcast Network. Um, you can find us on Believe. there always. Shout out to Believe, number one in sports media, Believe. aside from ESPN. And uh, <laughs> taking us out, <laughs> taking us out, you know, with uh, with this final podcast. Um, next week, we're going to have a pretty dope guest for you guys. Not going to say it yet because I don't have him signed <laughs> on the dotted line yet, but it's looking pretty solid, I yes. will say. And so uh, with, with um, you know, all the humility in the world, I'm excited about this. Um, I'm really pumped to be able to give this to the Trojan family and give a, a different kind of listening experience for um, all of our Trojan family because we could use it right now. We need you guys. Yeah. So tune in. Cyrus, you got anything? Love you guys. Fight on. Let's get that W today, huh? Let's, let's get, get that get, W. Let's baby. get rowdy on a Friday night. Let's get rowdy. It's Friday Night Lights, baby. And closing out, our sponsor, who is unnamed, thank you. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.